Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another PC Boys podcast. This is your boy, Logan, and today we have a, well, I guess you can say rant-filled podcast. Um, we're going to be talking about the most recent Call of Duty uh, Zombies map, the Archon, and we are going to be talking also about Madden 23. Um, so today's podcast is going to be very video game rant-centric. Now, when I say I'm going to be ranting, like, obviously we have my normal rants, but I'm going to obviously include the reason as to why I'm ranting about it. Um, and it plays fully into the gaming industry, right? So, so there's like a full circle around this. It's not just going to be me complaining about stuff that I don't like. It's just going to be explaining why this, uh, also affects the gaming industry as a whole. Um, but before we get into the podcast today, I just want to let you guys know a lot of content is coming down the line, okay? On Rumble and here at, um... The main channel. So, uh, just to kind of give you guys a little bit of a roadmap going forward on Rumble, uh, next time that we meet, I'll be talking about feminism and my thoughts on modern day feminism. So, that will be up on Rumble either today, uh, tonight or tomorrow night. Um, I haven't decided when I'm going to record it, but I'm going to record it either tonight or tomorrow night, depending on which day I feel more apt to record a podcast. Um, but go uh, follow my getter to get uh, notifications first on when I post to Rumble. And you, of course, can find all of my links to my merch, to my getter, to my Rumble, to my podcast, all through the Instagram, PC Boys Podcast on Instagram. Click the links, and it literally takes you anywhere that you need to go for the podcast. Um, but yeah, so on uh, Rumble, that's what we're going to be talking about is modern-day feminism. Um, and we will be talking about here on the main podcast coming up, uh, She-Hulk episodes <clears throat> four and five. Now, I recently today watched episode four, but we're, we're going to be reviewing She-Hulk every two weeks because the episodes are shorter than most Marvel shows. So that's how we're going to operate with this show until it's through its uh, full first season. So next week, we'll be talking about She-Hulk. Uh, here on the main channel, we are also going to be talking uh, about Modern Warfare here um, in the next few weeks because, of course, we got Call of Duty next co- uh, coming up uh, in a week, and then of course we're going to have the beta dropping soon for Modern Warfare 2 multiplayer. So we get we're going to have to talk about that. So Call of Duty obviously is going to be a big thing here on the podcast in the next whole month, pretty much. Um, starting in a few weeks, though, um, we are also going to be starting to cover Halloween Ends and start to talk about that movie and speculate. Obviously, it's around the corner. Um, so that's kind of like a little bit of a, uh, taste as to what to expect from the podcast, um, down the road here. And obviously more topics and stuff can pop up in the meantime. Um, I will be doing a Top Gun Maverick review. Um, so that will also be coming out relatively shortly. I would say the latest I would have that out is by next Tuesday. So I definitely plan on making a Top Gun Maverick review. Maybe I might record it either today, tomorrow, and then just set it to upload this weekend at some point. But um, I am going to be doing a review on that because I didn't get to go to theaters and watch it. And I finally watched it and I want to get my thoughts on that movie as well. Uh, but yeah, so, without further ado, let's get into today's main topic. So, we have a problem in the gaming industry. A big 
problem of copy and paste. Um, this goes for both, uh, the most recent Call of Duty Zombies map for Call of Duty Vanguard, um, the Archon, and Madden 23. Now, I think we should just start off with Madden first and foremost, because are we really surprised, are any of us surprised that Madden copy and pasted their game over again? No. We are not surprised, and if you are surprised, well, you're one of the dummies out here buying the game every year thinking that, oh my gosh, they have a new card open pack animation. It must be a whole new game. It's not. It's really not. I remember back when Madden 22 came out, and there were um, assets from Madden 21 in the game, and people were able to find it just going through the instant replay feature and going all the way to the back of the stadium and seeing the last uh, previous game's logo in the back. So, you know, Madden is, is just one of these franchises that baffles me as to how it makes so much money because it doesn't do anything different, right? The only real thing that they add in are the cards, which are their monetary system, basically gambling, oh, spend your real money on in-game currency, open up these packs and you have a chance to get a really good card to use in your ultimate team against other people's ultimate teams. That's all that they really care about in Madden. I mean, that, that's just factual information. We already know this. The main problem that I have is the fact that they keep copy and pasting the same game year in, year out. There's nothing new to the game whatsoever. It's the same gameplay with the same animations, with the same bugs, with the same freaking character customization. Like, nothing is different about Madden, ever. It's always the same shit over and over again. I always find it funny when the developers are complaining about people complaining about their game. But then it's like, but you literally copy and pasted last year's game to this year and stuck Madden 23, the logo, over everything. And that's it. That's all you did. Now, there is supposed to be, like, this new feature, this new mode that they added into the game. And all it is is the Pro Bowl with, like, some legacy characters. And John Madden happens to be the coach on one of the teams. That's it. That's literally the only new thing that they added to this game. And it's like, wow, imagine putting John Madden, who, by the way, if you don't know who John Madden is, John Madden was the head coach for the Raiders way back in the day. And he also um, was a sports commentator for football for many, many years. So John Madden has been around the football game for a long time, and he passed away last year. And... This, you know, game is named, obviously, the franchise named after Madden. So, they basically, in my opinion, shat on his grave with the game. Because, they number one, they didn't do anything to honor him. Oh, let's throw him into a, a half-baked game mode of the Pro Bowl with some legacy characters. And he's just going to be the coach on one of the teams. Like, really? that That's all that you could do. And you didn't even give him, like, unique animations or anything. You gave him the same basic generic animations that every head coach has had in every single game prior to this one. Like, and you're just making bank off of putting Madden's face on the cover. Oh my gosh, they put Madden on the cover. They must really care. No, they don't give a fuck. They're making so much money off this damn franchise and I haven't changed a damn thing. It really makes me wonder how many idiots we have out here buying this. And I'm not afraid to say that because it's true. If you are dumb enough to go out and spend money on a copy and paste job 
I don't know what to, I don't know what to tell you outside of, number one, you're wasting your money on trash. That's the first thing I gotta say. And number two, you are the reason why the gaming industry is starting to go, or excuse me, has been going in such a big decline for the longest time now. It's absolutely bullshit. It's disgusting. And people that buy fucking Madden every year, I don't understand what you get out of it because there's nothing good about the game at all. It's the same game. It has been the same game. And you know what else pisses me off about Madden? Oh, okay, so this year have, they have this new thing called Field Sense. Oh, be able to lead your, your, you know, your receiver down the field and pass to him. Yeah, it's literally the same thing that was in Madden 2019. They just renamed it. I forgot what they fucking called it in Madden 2019 because I don't play every single Madden. But it wasn't called Field Sense. It was like, um... Oh, uh, something passing. I don't know if they call it, like, dynamic passing or some shit like that. Some, you know, marketing mumbo-jumbo they come up with to make you think there's some revolutionary feature, but it's just copy and pasted from another game. What Madden likes to do, for those of you that don't play Madden, they take features out of their games and then put them back in in later games and then say they're new features, which obviously is not the case. That's just... False advertising. I don't care what name you stick on top of it. It's literally the same feature you had in a previous game. You want to know what's really sad? The fact that the new modern day 2022, with all the technology we have, the fact that Madden is like a multi-billion dollar franchise, the fact that a game that came out in, I believe, 2005 or 2004 called ESPN 2K5 Football, this game that came out all the way back in 05-04 on the PS2 managed to have a better football simulation than pretty much most football games after it. <laughs> This game had everything. You had Chris Berman doing the pre-game show, the halftime show, the post-game show. In the halftime show, they literally showed highlights, like video highlights of shit that happens across the league on the same quote-unquote day. Completely made up and fabricated, but it was so realistic. They covered your game. They covered the games around the NFL. They didn't just put up some stupid stats saying, okay, let's take a look at the stats around the NFL right now. And that's all they do. In the new Madden games, your halftime show is, okay, let's show you the scores from games going around, you know, going on in the NFL. There is no studio that someone's sitting at talking to you about this stuff, which there was in uh, ESPN 2K5. Then also, you know, you had them showing, like I said, you know, clips from other games around the NFL. You know, the fact that a game that came out in 2005-2004 on the PS2, of all things, had a better football simulation that was more realistic than what we have nowadays. Even the animations back then were ten times better. Unfortunately, you know, they went bankrupt with the game because they sold it for such a cheap price compared to Madden, but it was so much better than Madden in about every way. I mean, they literally had... It was so realistic... If I ever find that game again, I will buy it because it is worthy of the money. It's such a good game. Absolutely fantastic. Um, but then you, of course, look at Madden today, and it's copy and paste, same thing every year. Okay, the only thing we need to change is the name, and we need to put some different you know, character stats on the cards for the ultimate team packs, and that's it. That That's literally all that they do. 
pretty much to um sum everything up, and it's ridiculous, you know. Madden is uh is just a big L. So if you're a Madden fan and you get mad at this, I don't care. I literally don't care. Go ahead and get mad at me for having a brain not spending anywhere from seventy to a hundred dollars on a game that's a copy and paste job. I I just I I don't get people that buy Madden. I own uh, if if I can tell you how many Madden games I own right now. I own two Madden games. That's it. I own two Madden games. Madden 21 and Madden 22. And the only reason I bought Madden 22 was because I got a Series S. And my Madden 21 is a hard copy disc. So I said, fuck it. Guess I gotta buy at least one Madden for digital. And that's it. The games are the same every year. They're not worth buying. Ridiculous. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is the first half of the rant, and, you know, since I'm not a big Madden player, like, I'm not gonna get really, like, into it, I'm not gonna get into the feels, because it's just, it's Madden, it's what it is, like, I don't play Madden that often, it doesn't really hurt me that much, but it's still ridiculous that they're copy and pasting shit still, but, yeah, Madden 23, big L, don't waste your money on it, and if you do, well, that's your fault. Invest your money better. Be smarter with your money. But, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to end this segment here, do a little transition, you know, the magical transitions, and we'll go right into talking about Call of Duty. And that's where I'm really going to get upset because, well, Call of Duty's my baby. So, I mean, you know, obviously I'm going to be very passionate about that. But, ladies and gentlemen, if you were just here for the Madden stuff, thank you very much for joining. And if you are here... For the Call of Duty stuff, or just for the full podcast, I will see you in the next segment in just a moment. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to this PC Boys podcast. So, we just got done ranting about Madden, but now we're getting into the real rant. Okay, so, just some, you know, context, right, if you're new to the podcast... I am a big Call of Duty Zombies fan. I have been there since World at War back in, what, 2007, 2008, when World at War came out, from Nocturne Toten to now. I have been a part of this Zombies storyline for over a damn decade. And let me tell you something. I have seen some really good zombie maps, and I have seen some really bad zombie maps as well. But nothing, and I mean nothing, in the world of dog shit could ever come close to the Archon. So, Call of Duty Vanguard Zombies, to say this in the nicest way possible, Vanguard Zombies is a dumpster fire. Ever since its launch, it has been a failure after failure. Let me explain. So, Call of Duty Vanguard Zombies was announced back around the summer of, what, 2021? And it was like, okay, this is cool. We got a new Call of Duty coming out. They start their marketing and stuff. And we obviously know there's multiplayer campaign, but Zombies is coming back. And guess who's at the helm? Treyarch. 
the people that have made zombies a staple in Call of Duty games, right? These guys made the Ether story. These guys have made zombies basically as iconic as it is a part of the Call of Duty franchise as we know it. And this was great news going into everything. And then they showed us our first look at Duran Fang. And Duran Fang looks really cool. It had like a demonic, you know, flavor to it. It's a prequel to Cold War Zombies, the game that came out the year prior. And it was looking really promising until we found out that, well, it was the multiplayer map, Red Star, reskinned and made a little bit smaller. And they threw some zombies on it, and it was all objective-based. There was no round-based zombies. And they didn't even have a pack-a-punch camo, a main fucking Easter egg, nothing. People were pissed. They were like, this is, this is the most boring zombies experience ever, right? Then we get to Terra Maledicta, DLC 2. And I think this was in what? Like, Season 2? Or Season 3? I think it might have been Season 3 when we got this. It was, uh, not good. It basically was an Egypt map, so it was a little bit more original, right? But it wasn't that big of a map. This Egypt map, and it was the same thing as Durin Fang. Objective-based. Still not round-based. They finally put in some Pack-a-Punch camos and stuff. A little bit of an Easter egg, but people were still pissed. This is not the zombies that we asked for, right? We're getting to the Archon, though. We're getting there. DLC 3 comes out, or no, DLC 2, actually, in terms of zombies, right? So we got our second zom uh, zombies map. It's finally round-based, but it's a remake of a map that has been from, you know, World at War, as I established back in, like, 2008, right, is when that map came out. So now we got a Call of Duty map that's round-based, which is great, but it's a map that we've already seen, and it's been remastered at least four times by now, or... Three doesn't matter. Still plenty of times, and yeah, they have an Easter egg for it, but it's still. I mean, I mean, it's cool, I guess, but it, we've already seen this shit before, right? Then we get to DLC three of zombies, the Archon. Oh, the final showdown of the Vanguard storyline. <laughs> you load up the map. It's got a great image in the you know in the front. You see the construct in the back. You see your main bad you know big bad of the map and of the zombies prequel storyline. Court effects. Basically, he's a demon from the dark ether, which is like an alternate dimension, and he can rise the dead. That's how the zombies are created, right? So you load up the map, and you know what greets you? It greets you with Terra Maledicta, the DLC fucking one map. But here's, here's the major changes they made to it. You ready for this one? It's round-based, and it's tinted green. This is the finale of your zombies mode for Vanguard. And you took the DLC 1 map, made it round-based, and put a green motherfucking filter over it. And that was your big brain move for the ending. So... The Archon is a disgrace, to, to say it in the nicest way I can. Among this dumpster fire that is Vanguard Zombies, we now have a copy-paste job. See the theme of this podcast? A copy-paste job from DLC 1, threw a green filter over it, made it round base, said, Yeah, that's good enough. 
Well, what about the Easter egg? Well, the boss fight is one thing I can compliment about the map. The boss fight was great. But you know what they did right after the boss fight? No cutscene. No resolution to the story. They just ship you back to the zombies map that you don't want to be on. That you've already played before in this damn game. And that's it. The ending of the story had only one positive. The boss fight. The map itself sucks ass. Because we've already seen it already. And it just has a new filter over it. They add in two portals that bring you back to the hub. Yeah, like that fucking matters. Nobody gives a shit. You literally copy and pasted DLC 1, threw a filter over it, made it round base, added a few portals on the map, and that's it. That's all you did. It wasn't work. That's easy shit. And you can't even give people a resolution to the story. No end cutscene. Nothing. Come on, man. You've got to be shitting me. You know, I don't like a lot of zombie maps. I don't like Die Rise from Black Ops 2. Probably one of the worst maps ever made, in my opinion. Revelations from BO3. Big disappointment. Built up to be the big final showdown. At least the map was kind of unique. You know? And, you know, at least it had stuff going for it. It did have a final cutscene. Some kind of resolution, right? This map? Nothing. Nothing but a boss fight. And that's all that they gave you. And they said, yeah, that's good enough, right? The fan base will like that. The Archon is, uh, man, <laughs> it's a piece of shit. It's, it's a big piece of shit. And it really makes me upset that Treyarch was brought on to make Vanguard Zombies. Because the year prior with Cold War Zombies, like, yeah, some of the maps were taken from the campaign. Actually, all of the maps were taken from the campaign. Zombified, but they were different. They added a new section to each map that was not a part of the campaign. Or that was different. It was round-based. They had full Easter egg quests that you could do and stuff, right? Like, on the bright side about Cold War Zombies... There was originality to it to at least a degree, the first Zombies map especially. But it was good, it was fun. Then you go to Vanguard and the maps suck. The first two were complete duds because they weren't even round based to begin with. That would have helped those two, at least on launch. But, yeah, no. Vanguard Zombies is a, is a real dumpster fire. It's really bad. And, you know, I know on the podcast, I talk a lot of shit about Call of Duty, you know, but Vanguard, there hasn't been nothing positive to say about it. I mean, I don't shit on Call of Duty that hard. Really, I don't. But when you take my favorite mode of Call of Duty, being zombies, and you literally copy and paste your first DLC in this game and make it your last map, throw a filter over it, make it round based, you really think that's going to make me happy? I don't give a shit if your boss fight's good. Doesn't matter. Because your map sucks. That's... That's all that there is to say. The map sucks. You know? Essentially, it's like this, right? It's, it's literally like this. It's like... Someone saying... Okay, I'm gonna take your car. And I'm gonna modify this thing to be into a beast, right? So you give your friend your car... You know, 
Months go by, and he's finally ready to reveal this super crazy car. Right? You go there, you've paid him probably like $75,000 or some bullshit, right? You pay him whatever. Whatever's high in price range for you. And you go up to him and you're like, show me the car. I want to see what you did with it. He opens up the motherfucking garage. And you know what you see? The same car that you gave this motherfucker, but he spray painted it. Yeah. That's what it felt like as a Zombies fan to get the final Zombies map to Vanguard. You wait all year long to get to the finale. And they take the same map you've already played... And put a nice coat of paint over it. That is the equivalent to the car example. It's literally the same fucking thing they did. So yeah, I'm not very impressed. I mean, we've seen Treyarch do a great job with zombies. Black Ops 3, everybody knows about that. Look at pretty much every zombies map for World at War, even Black Ops 1. Black Ops 2 to a uh, degree. Like, Treyarch has hit it out of the park a lot. Many times. They're very capable of doing it. And I get it. This is the Treyarch B team. And they were brought on with not even six months to go in the game's development to make a zombies mode. But you really copy and pasted the last zombies map? Really? Gosh, damn, man. I mean, if you were going to do that, send me back to Verrocked. I mean, if you made Verrocked another time, I wouldn't care about that. I liked Verrocked, you know? Add a new part to Verrocked or whatever. I mean, I'd be good with that. That would have sold me, but nah. Nope, just reskin the first DLC you put out for the game. Yep. That's definitely gonna work. Anyways. So yeah, that's my thoughts on the Archon. And, um, you know, I wish I could say it was a great finale, but it wasn't. It was, uh, not even bittersweet. It, it, you know, if I really had to say what it was, it, it was, uh, it, it was like t- someone taking your face and shoving it into a bowl of shit. That's what it was. That's what it felt like. Yeah. So, rant over. Um, I think you get the point. I don't like the map. <laughs> but... Anyways, I hope you all enjoyed the entertainment value of of me, you know, shitting on this piece of crap. You know, I I really hope you enjoyed it, because I didn't enjoy playing it. (laughs) And, um, you know, if you were here for the Madden part, you know, hopefully you take something away from that, which is don't buy Madden, because it's a copy-and-paste job. This whole podcast literally revolved around game studios copy-and-pasting the same crap over and over again. But like I said, the good news is we got so much good commentary and content coming in the future on Rumble and on the main channel. I I literally cannot wait. I absolutely cannot wait to put out more content for you guys. It's going to be fun. It's going to be great. Now, uh, like I said, you know, before we end the podcast and stuff, if you do choose to go over to my Rumble and you do choose to listen to those podcasts, as I like to call it, the more controversial podcasts, right? Because they're my personal takes on things. And, you know, if you're someone that gets mad about what I personally believe, all I can tell you is it's not your life, okay? It's not your life. 
everything that I say over on Rumble is my opinion and my opinion alone. And if you don't agree with it or you don't like me saying it, don't subscribe to the Rumble. If if you're there and you're just listening to me and you want to hear my opinions, whether you disagree with them or not, that's cool. I mean, I completely respect that. But don't come over to the Rumble and then come away from the Rumble and say, man, this guy's a terrible person, blah, 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 blah. I already give you a fucking, like forewarning. Hey, if you go listen to my Rumble podcast, you might get offended. And if you are the kind of person to get offended, why would you listen to it? You know, it's just, it's common sense, right? If if you're one of those people that do get offended by shit real easily, don't listen to it and save yourself the anger and the frustration. You know, it just choose to avoid it, you know, especially when you give them forewarning. But that is it, ladies and gentlemen, for the podcast. I hope you all enjoyed, and I will see you all in the next one.